Hello and welcome to another Good Trash Garbage Shoot this week. Uh, Such good theme music for the garbage shoot. It's a fun little ditty. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> rules. Uh, uh, this week I am I am Arthur Gordon. I'm not uh, alone uh, this time. We've got the full table. We've got all the boys here. That's weird. Yeah, we haven't done this before for a garbage so, shoot. So uh, it's me, Arthur, and I'm, I'm always Arthur. Uh, I am occasionally Dustin. I'm usually Dalton. Usually. Yes. We're still, jury's out on that half the time. Well, look, half the time I've got to go do something illegal and I need an alias. I um, cast a shadow when it occurs to me to do so. <laughs> the Good Trash Garbage Shooter. Uh, quick takes on the hot new releases that are uh, uh, in cinemas or on your home TV. TV, TV. What? Your TV. <laughs> your home TV. <laughs> your home TV. Um, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, there was a very hot take dropped in our group chat over the weekend uh, by one... Uh, Mr. Dustin, uh, who uh, unabashedly came out as anti-prey. Um, and so, spoiler alert, today we're going to be talking about Dan Trachtenberg's Prey, a Fox Searchlight uh, venture dropped directly onto Hulu. 20th Century Studios. Or 20th Century, yeah. yeah. Whatever, yeah. It's, Whatever their uh, new uh, thing is now. It's definitely a holdover from the old regime. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is a... It is billed as kind of the first Predator. Uh, it is 300 years before uh, the 87 original, um, starring uh, Amber My- uh, Midthunder, Dakota Beavers, and Dane DeLiegro as the uh, titular Predator. Um, or, I guess not titular. Uh, Usually the, titular. Well, he is the Predator the, seeking the titular the prey. Tit- he is the titular prey, because he I becomes guess, prey by... That's who true. Who is the prey, who is the Predator? And that's the question of the movie. Yes. Uh, this movie is available to you right now on Hulu, and maybe even Disney+. Plus. I don't know. Uh, yeah, was, depending on regionality. Yeah, Rated R, it's hundred or an hour and 40 minutes. Um, and so, just to kind of give you a brief rundown, we're just going to talk about what we like, what we dislike about this movie. Uh, and then, uh, if we want to get spoilery, we'll do it towards the end, and we'll let you know about that. So, uh, a brief synopsis. Uh, we've got uh, uh, 1719, The Great Plains, uh, and Nehru is a young Comanche uh, who wants to hunt. She doesn't want to gather. Want to she wants she to hunt. She wants to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so uh, her brother Tabi is uh, kind of holding her down. Uh, the societal norms of of the tribe uh, is holding her back, and she wants to fight off all of that and, and do her great hunt, her coming of age hunt. Uh, and what better hunt than uh, the prey that hunts you back, uh, the space predator? The what, what? What did you call it? The, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say. What do we it. call it? Jabutu? Yeah, Ubuntu. Ubuntu. Am I going to reveal on this garbage shoot that I know what the predator species is called in in universe? Yes, I know it, but I'm not going to say it out loud because it's a nonsense word made up for comic books. Oh man! Anyway, uh, this is available on Hulu. A uh, really cool feature over there is you could watch it in the Comanche dub, yeah, uh, which is very cool. Uh, if you get a chance to do that, you it's kind do of that. one of the only cool things about it going straight to streaming. Yeah, is, is that there's no universe in which this happens otherwise. Uh, but it has received a wild uh, popular acclaim, uh, having a very high tomato score. Uh, tomato score from the critics and fans. Metacritic score is high. Uh, and so kind of across the board has been very positively received. Uh, we'll see how that split lands here today, though, on the garbage shoot as we uh, discuss our feelings on Prey. And so, uh, Dalton, what'd you think of it? You're, I think, the first one to get to it. I was. I watched it Friday night. This was a day one for me. I would have been ass in seat in the theater on day one for this one. I've been. I loved Dan Trachtenberg's Ten Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very excited when I heard he was making this movie. I actually got so excited about this movie, I forgot he directed it multiple times. Somehow, uh, I was just so excited about the premise alone. 
that I forgot that I was so also excited about the talent behind uh, the camera. Um, I, I'm a big fan of this. I think this movie works really well. Uh, I haven't seen 2018's The Predator, so I can't say definitively it's the best Predator sequel. But I feel pretty strong in saying that it's at least the second best one. And I, unfortunately for Shane Black, I doubt 2018's The Predator is going to change my mind. I think this movie rules. I think it gets what's so fun about 1987's Predator without trying to ape it too much. It's not a people getting picked off movie. It's much more a chase and hide movie. Um, it, it's It's got a lot going on sort of in the subtext in, in ways that are fun, but never require an address to camera. Nobody has to t- ever has to turn into the camera and go, gee, isn't the Predator a lot like these white fur traders? No, we don't need to do that. We can just sort of have these things in the environment, in the in the screen, and and take those subtexts as we choose to engage with them. Um, I I just think it's fun. It's exciting. It looks great. Uh, uh, there, you know, we we've talked a little bit off air about some of the VFX and and how we felt about those. Um, we're we're kind of mixed, uh, but you know, everything looks like crap these days. Uh, unfortunately, there there is uh, some real problems in the VFX industry. Um, but I, I more often than not like the the look of things in this. There's a redesign that goes on for the Predator, and I think that's really compelling. Um, I, I heard an interview with Trachtenberg today where he said that the original Predators got three surprises. Uh, when you see him for the first time, when you see him uncloaked for the first time, when you see him unmasked for the first time, and each of those times you go, oh, that's the Predator. You get to, you, you get to be uh, that's chappy about the Predator three times, and he wanted to kind of uh, replicate that. And so that the redesign was inspired by that, I guess. Uh, they also wanted the the actor to be able to move in ways the Predator had not been able to move previously, so they made some modifications to the suit to allow some more agility, you know, more mobility in action sequences. And and that's that is really where this movie shines is as an action horror film. It's hard to do both of those things. Um, this movie does it exceedingly well um, in terms of having sequences that are suspenseful and exciting. And having sequences where somebody with superpowers just absolutely goes ape shit on a bunch of clowns. And uh, it's pretty cool when that happens. I gotta say, uh, I liked it when it happened in, um, oh my God, uh, Malignant. There we go. And I liked it when it happens here. I, I, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the horror villain gets to just kill a bunch of dudes, it's pretty neat. I think it's a fun thing to do in a horror movie and to shoot it like uh, a John Wick movie is all the better yeah this movie definitely exists in in a post john wick action movie universe and uh Mm -hmm. definitely a post every filmmaker grew up playing video games universe like it definitely Mm -hmm. has uh that look a lot of quick time events happening exactly yeah well people getting upgrades to their gear of course yeah yeah um and i think that's an aspect of the movie that i like i like the, the aspect of naru uh figuring things out it's much like the end of the first predator like a lot of this movie is just like being crafty being clever being the best hunter yeah and that that is kind of what i think makes this movie sing so much is it takes the third act of predator and manages to turn that into the whole movie a little bit Mm -hmm. Uh, with a detour to uh some you know fools getting murked uh it's a fun time at the movies uh it it should be in theaters right now but you can watch it on hulu and that's kind of nice it is nice yeah you don't have to go anywhere uh, expensive ticket prices go out in this heat i can just stay at home and pop some quick popcorn I love it. Before we throw it over to Dustin, let's hear what former uh, Governor Jesse Ventura had to say about Prey. Uh, he says, hashtag Prey movie. Great, great film. Amber Midthunder, you definitely ain't got time to bleed. Welcome to the Predator family. Uh, I saw that Dan tweet. Dan Trachtenberg, thank you for making such a thoughtful, creative, and wonderful film. 
That's sweet. That man contains multitudes. What an interesting guy. <laughs> what a person. Yeah. What a weird guy. What a person. He does contain multitudes. Oh, and yeah. here's some fun fan art that she retweeted. Oh, that, uh, I saw the fan art. That's very cute. That's of her horrible. Pup. Oh my god, yeah. Best movie dog in years. Forgot to mention that. Great movie. Great dog. Great dog acting, and apparently he was kind of a rowdy boy on set, so uh, they, they really had to make that performance happen in the edit, from what I heard. Yeah, people... Uh, yeah, that breed of... Or not breed of dog. Yeah, is, it's a yeah. quasi-feral dog. Yeah. Um... But he, they get a, they get a cute little head tilt out of him, don't they? Yeah, love it. Yeah. Well, Dustin, uh, what do you think about prey? Okay, so I want to say the things I like first because I, I really do have some problems with it as a movie. Okay, but do I like the idea of using the Comanche versus Predator? Yes, I do. It's pretty cool shit. I love that. I think that's amazing. Do I think uh, Naru is an interesting and compelling character? Yes. Is it the greatest movie dog in a long time? Absolutely it is. Uh, do I think Predator weapons are cool? Yes, I think that's all working for it. I also uh, very much love the feminism of the film. Mm. And because it is, you know, one of the things you sort of miss in the first Predator film is how it doesn't matter how much muscle you have. It matters how good of a hunter you are. It matters how wily and how much you are able to sort of uh, m- uh, manipulate your environment for the sake of survival and uh, to observe and to learn. Those are the skills. It's not about Arnie's biceps. Arnie's biceps do not win him that fight. Uh, it, is, it is his mind, his thinking, and his, and his, and his ability to adapt uh, that gets that done. And so, yeah, of course, that uh, I, I love all that about it. Um, it is hard for me to love a movie about the Comanche growing up in Kiowa country. There is an animosity there between my friends and others. <laughs> um, but um, I will give some love to the Comanche, um, although the Comanche do not belong in the mountains. Uh, which That's, yeah, I agree. Like, this movie takes place on the central plains and is clearly shot in calgary um in the movie's defense the comanche comancheria extended all the way (laughs) as the mexicans would call it extended all the way into southeastern colorado so mm. okay but i agree fine but this is where i get into the problem of the implausibilities of the film um i did watch the comanche dub and that helped a lot because it does not make any sense. yes there have been english-speaking people in the new world for a hundred years at the time of the making of this film oh by the way i do love the little sort of uh, nod to predator 2 and a certain firearm pretty um and i like to see how that firearm gets back in the possession of the predators uh, uh you know so there's more movie to be had and i like and easter eggs like that i dig so oh fight scenes fight scenes are great uh, there's a lot i like yeah, i want i want to make sure fight I, scenes. I want to make sure i say all the things i like first because i'm glad that there's so much that you like i really do there's a lot that i like about the movie however okay so the comanche language versus english that that's really problematic especially when they're going back and forth between comanche and english mm-hmm. In the regular English version, I'm like, no, no, they need you just, you just need to go for it and do subtitles. That that's the first thing. The next thing I don't care about this uh, about this film is there are more Indians in Nauru, but there's only one we get to know. Her brother, yeah. And that is uh, one of the great things about the original Predator film was that I, in some sense, felt like I knew each of the individual members of the squad. Mm-hmm. And this seems to be way too quick. Um, I don't mind that the Frenchies are just like, uh, well, the 
uh, whatever country they're in, El Salvador, I forget where they are. The gorillas that they end up fighting in the first oh, yeah. oh, yeah. somewhere in uh, Central America. Central America. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I have no idea where it is. Uh, off the top of my head, that is. But I, I don't mind them being kind of anonymous, but because we do spend a little bit of time with them and we get to know the one who speaks, well, speaks a little Comanche in yeah. the dub version, which is better, as opposed to speaking, they both happen to speak English and everyone else speaks French in the Well, English. and again, uh, this, the, the mental gymnastics you have to do watching the English language version are kind of fresh because you have to keep reminding yourself that they are supposed to be speaking Comanche. It is thoroughly frustrating. Yeah. But because especially I'm, when there's a character that interacts with Naru in English that's right. outside of the tribe. Yeah. But because I'm introduced to that character and to uh, Butt of the Musket um, is what I'm going to call the other guy uh, that we get the most sort of screen time with. The uh, Butt mm. of the Musket. Yeah, whatever, that guy. That guy. Um, I think the film needed about a half hour more development of just who these guys are, what they're doing, why they suck. Disagree. Uh, oh, and, and, yeah. and I, well, and, I, I see where you're coming from. The rest of the, uh, the rest of the Comanche. I think they're just heavies, though. I, I, yeah, I like, and that's fine. I, I mean, just they're the cops the who show up at the thir- second act of the Stalker movie and just get whopped out. And I might have been very, very okay with no backstory on them mm-hmm. if I had some backstory of the rest of the Comanche. But that's when fair. I have no backstory on either, I want something. I kind of like that it's a tight 90, though. And I see where you're coming from, though, because so much of the fun of Predator 1 is is getting to know these commandos before well, that, they get killed. And it becomes this sort of mishmash of just random characters. It, it, it ends up having the problem, one of the problems that uh, the another McTiernan film has, uh, The 13th Warrior, mm. in which um, I don't really know the Vikings except for the one, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Ulfgar. You know, there's like two Vikings I know, and then the rest of them are just like, a rando Viking, rando, oh, he's dead now. Guy with a beard. Guy with beard uh, other beard the red beard and the gray beard and the black beard and the brown you know they just they all kind of meld and well, so again that is why as arthur said the the french trappers function as the the cops in a slasher film well right? no, I mean, they exist to be the, uh, comanche well and again i, think I mean the they're movie, just antagonist heavies there yeah yeah and i think the movie is very smart to say well the optics of the alien murdering a bunch of comanche in mass like suck shit yeah, and, it, and it's I think it's a very smart That's the choice. Right choice. Yeah. yeah, it's very smart of the movie to say, well, let's get some colonizers yeah. in here because nobody's going to care about them getting murked. Yeah. Right, uh, which I don't. And the predators, yeah. an equal opportunist hunter. Exactly. Yeah. I, I guess I kind of wanted to want to see them murked more. I mean, it doesn't take me much to to want to see French get massacred, but uh, not no offense to the French, I'm kidding, but yeah. it it doesn't. I, I would I would like again just I would like to see an atrocity I would like to see, I mean we did see the buffalo thing I think that's enough for me man but I, I don't know I wanted more there now the other thing I have with it is a stylistic issue okay and that is well we've already talked about it a little bit the predator camouflage I I what's wrong with the old camouflage? it looks better in eighty seven it looks know? better in eighty seven than it does now I I I, just, I I did not need that little extra I mean you could actually identify and see the predator better. Than you can in the more contemporary version of it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it, it seems less invisible to me. <laughs> okay, uh, and and I'm just like ah, it's one of those if it ain't broke don't fix it kind of things uh, for that. But that's not that big of a deal. Uh, the CGI is terrible, and uh, uh, yes, indeed, uh, CGI in general has it. But it really was off putting for me. But it was off putting for me in weird ways. When occasionally the dog, sorry, would go CGI, I could tell. Uh, okay, uh, there's a moment where she goes uh, running away from the bear, which is also bad CGI. Uh, but she goes down the river, and it's a CGI head at times that's floating up in the river, and mm-hmm. I could tell. And it was just, it was a lot of this sort of lack of weight, kind of just ham-fisted kind of use of the technology. And yeah, you could have floated a dummy or had a stunt person do that kind of stuff, and it it would have looked better to me. And so I was just, I was bothered by that. And the last thing I would just say is I don't like lens flares in period pieces. 
I just don't care for them at all. And there are so many lens flares with the okay. sun. Uh, it no, abso- I, I totally get what you're saying. Because those kinds of devices don't exist. Yeah. And so it, it, it acknowledges the apparatus in a way that confounds you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, just, it irritates me. Yeah. And so I, 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 just, I find it personally, aesthetically, a little obnoxious. So I think it's aesthetically ugly. I do you think, like the smoky stuff? Do you like the like with the the French fight? Do this oh of, yeah, do you like oh that? yeah. Do you like the look of that? I do. I, do you I like love the look of the mud pit. I do like the mud pit. Yeah, that okay. works for me. Yeah. Okay. I'm just yeah. kind of curious, like aesthetically, what works for you if, if there's stuff that doesn't. Yeah, work yeah there, there, a lot of that stuff. I mean, the costume design uh, for the Comanche that totally works. I mean, I don't. I'm not an expert or anything like that, so I don't know if it's period authentic or whatever. But it looked authentic to me. Apparently, they had some advisors. Uh, they actively sought out their producer Jane Meyer. Uh, anyway, their producer is a member of the Comanche Nation. They actively sought okay. her out, which I thought was cool. But they yeah. had a, a story bearer working with them on early uh, drafts of the script that passed away uh, before the, the film was uh, come, came to completion. But I got to hear an interview with Trackenberg where they talked a little bit about their, their attempts to make sure they stayed authentic. Yeah, and, and it's even dedicated to the Comanche people. Which rules. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. very cool. But there, there's there's just enough stuff going on in there to, uh, again, wreck my suspension of disbelief. That's fair, uh, and 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 the, I'm annoyed because it really is a great great idea that is at times uh, deployed really well. The last thing I want to mention is I love I love Naru. I think she's a great character. She does not need to be a superhero. Uh, there's no way a tomahawk is going to spring back to your hand. I don't care what you've got it tied to. There's no elastic in that pine cool. roll. She is. can't outrun a deer. It's cool. It's, 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 I don't yes, think she outruns it though. The dog chases it back to she's her. She's keeping pace with it. There's, Hardly. Well, I saw it twice, and the, the, both times I was paying pretty close. And was, she seems to be keeping up with the deer. I'm like, no, the, the deer runs and you're done. You might track it till where it lays down and come after it again, but no, you don't keep up a run with a deer and try to tomahawk it out of the air. With, it looks very exciting looks to watch somebody do it, though. very cool, mm-hmm. but again, that... Any one of those sins could be forgiven if the other sins were not also being. It it, it is it, it gathers to a magnitude for me. Okay. Uh, well, enough of this cinema sins and nonsense. Yeah, uh, Arthur. Let's hear some nice things about the movie from you. I'm with you. I, I it's good. It, it it's is a tight ninety. It's fun. I think when the that credits roll, it's ninety minutes in or like ninety five. Discredit the English of this. I mean, we're talking a hundred years of cinema, Hollywood cinema that has. Always, almost always, uh, allowed international dialogue to be English, even if it doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. I, I think that's a it's the hard... hunt for Red right, right October classic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're German; they speak English. They're yeah. French; they speak English. They're African; they speak English. Like I, I, I think usually Star Trek, right? usually I with mean, an English accent, oddly. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to I think for me to bypass this since it is. I mean, it's a studio film, mm-hmm. uh, and it's playing by studio rules. And I think it would be hard to sell this with the Comanche dub. Yeah. Um, even as a straight to you know Hulu thing, I mean, originally intended probably for a theatrical distribution. Yeah, they sh- I mean, they shot it to be on movie screens. Uh, sure. So I, I think all that is, I have no problem with that. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think it does a really smart thing of following the plot of the original pretty well, um, which I think helps its pacing and its its through line because it is very similar. Oh, we're going to set out to do this thing. Oh, there's a predator. Okay, now we which have to is do very much different. the same plot as the original, which yeah. is we're in Central America doing this cartel thing or uh, rescue operation rescue op. like a diplomat yeah. yeah and then it becomes the predator movie right i, I think it's very smart in doing that uh, i think it's, it's Nehru's movie so i don't really have any issue with these throwaway characters because it's not a movie about the cherokee tribe it's a movie about Nehru. comanche yeah sorry comanche tribe um and so i you know 
there's a lot of cannon fodder. I mean, we, we do get a lot with her brother. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of that development takes place just in the scenes that they share. Um, I, I think a big thing with that kind of cinema sense idea is that if it's not explicitly stated, you know, it, it hinders the script or something. The mm-hmm. Characters can't be developed through glances and body language and mise en scene. And, and so I think that it's very much a movie about her. And had it been a movie about their, their party, then yeah, I think that becomes a yeah. problem. Well, like I, well, I was saying earlier, like one sin being sort of brought out, when I watched the Comanche version, I liked it a lot better. Yeah. So, I mean, it just... The, just the, removing one of those things kind of made a, a more cohesive whole yeah, for, for yeah, yeah, I just, there's just so many things. But yeah, I agree. I, I like the movie a lot. I think, uh, I just, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I still think the original Predator's, you know, a, a masterpiece. And, and this doesn't yeah. quite reach that, right? But it's, it's so good. I The whole time watching it, Arthur, I was thinking... I'm very curious how my next rewatch of Predator is going to feel. I know. Yeah. And a rewatch of this, I think. Yeah. I, I can't wait to watch them both again. I, I do wonder, though, because I, I didn't have any issues with CGI. And, and I know... I had some issues with the shim- the shimmer of the cloak technology. Okay, I de- so some of that, but... Some of that... The, I mean, the rattlesnake was the wrong. big thing for me. I thought the rattlesnake looked a little wonky. Yeah. The bear looked fine to me. But I, I don't know if that's not like a, just a TV thing, because... Uh, Could be. Your, Could be. Uh, my TV is a few generations. I mean, mine's as old as this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yours is a much newer. Cause yeah, you watch it on your. I bought mine for Christmas. You got so, yeah. the 4K yeah. UHD stuff, and then oh yeah, you probably got to watch the movie in 4K. I did. Yeah. And then what Guess did you... Hulu's got a free 4K stream, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what you on a 1080P? Yeah. That's you know. So I wonder if that's not ago. some of that, and I wonder if some of that doesn't actually come through more in a theatrical release. Sure. You know, and so some of that becomes more glaring in that high def uh, style. Um, so I can't really speak to that because I didn't have those same issues with it. I, I never really noticed it, and I'm pretty vocal about. Uh, the, the the poor quality of modern day VFX and especially the House of Mouse, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's a really fun. I think Amber Mid Thunder, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, is, is really great here. I, I think she gets to just really steal the show. She was fun on Legion, and she every time oh, she, she had Legion, a, yeah, I, I haven't seen all of Legion, but the parts of Legion that I've seen, she steals scenes all the time, and yeah. so yeah, it's very exciting to see her lead a movie. Uh, I, I I like the Predator design. I, I like the Bone Skull. <laughs> yeah, I like the Bone Skull. that's so cool. I, I like that he's more primitive, but still much more advanced. Well, that's mm-hmm. a callback to Predators too, isn't it? Uh, aren't there some bone skull oh, wear? Yeah, I think crit- you're right. I yeah. think I think one of them in Predators has a, a mask that's got bone elements. That's uh, just a cool little it looks feature cool. to have the mandibles like yeah. out up from underneath the mask. That looks really cool. He gets some cool kills. Yeah, you know, I think some really fun stuff. We won't spoil uh, any until we get a. Into she gets some territory. cool fights. Yeah. Uh, uh, her brother gets to ride around on a horse and do some fun stuff. That's uh, which scene. is cool. You know, Dakota so, Beavers is a movie star. That yeah. guy is charismatic. I think he's hot as hell. Yeah. Uh, and they have a great chemistry as a brother and sister. That yeah. little banter back and forth when he's trying to tell her about his hunt and she starts snoring while she's trying to drop the, the bird. <laughs> Extremely funny. And uh, the smarter than a beaver story. Yeah, is yeah. great. Yeah, uh, it's just a, I, I would watch uh, those two just do more stuff. Yeah, because um, they're really good together. And so I, I liked it quite a bit. I, I do think. I mean, Disney 20th Century really missed missed uh, to, by uh, not putting this in theaters. It's weird, but though, I wonder if it actually skipping theaters doesn't help its audience. I was just about to say the same thing, Arthur. I like, feels like a double-edged sword type more thing. More people but, saw it this weekend than would have seen it if it had been had a because of, there is that little bit of that controversy. Like, oh, I've got to see this. You know, everybody's talking about it. Yeah, it's easier so, to watch, and I think that might also kind of lend some favor to the reception of it, right? Mm-hmm. And, People might be a little more positive on it because of that kind of uh, rebellious attitude. But I think it's solid. I, I, I'm i a big fan of 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, Trachtenberg's also done some stuff on Black Mirror, I think. Yeah, Playtest is a really yeah. good episode uh, with Wyatt Russell. Yeah. And so uh, I 
I, I'm a big fan. I, I enjoy it. I would like to revisit in the in the future to see if it does hold up. Uh, there's there's a moment uh, where somebody says a line, and, and then somebody says a line from the first movie, and <laughs> yeah. I audibly yeah. was calling for him them to say it. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Too. I was like, yeah. say it, say it, say the line. Every Predator fan becomes the Leo in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yes. meme. So I, I, saw, I felt that. I saw somebody tweet. Yeah. Uh, it, it's good stuff. So I I really enjoyed it. So uh, yeah, those are our, uh, just kind of cold thumbs up thumbs down reviews about this what we liked what we disliked uh we're not gonna take too long but we'll take a couple minutes just to talk about any major spoilery things so uh, if you have not seen prey you're wanting to watch it not get spoiled jump out now otherwise we'll buckle up is is there anything that we want to spoil uh the predator yeeting a bear trap at a dude's head <laughs> great <laughs> yeah cool. uh amber mid thunder ripping off the predator's mandible and stabbing him with it Huh. Very cool. That's a good bit. Hey, Amber Mid Thunder fighting all the Frenchies in the camp by herself. I love just the, going the, to work. Good yeah, fight. That, that, that battle scene beforehand with the Predator is great, but really the the, yeah. the scene for me was her thrashing all those guys yeah. on her. Uh, it's a good fight. Much more believable with, with I mean, her knife and her tomahawk. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the fight scene of the film for me. I okay. mean, her, her brother showing back up and fighting the Predator at the end of that is great too on the horse and the horse food that goes with that. But I really her, Amber Mid Thunder is an action star yeah. in that scene. And I love that. The fight uh, where um, Naru's trying to get her bindings free while her two friends are fighting the Predator. That's a good fight. Those, mm-hmm. those guys are really good stunt performers. Yeah, uh, and that really, is a good fight. Yeah, I, I think that fight looks cool. Yeah. Um, that's that's really... The, the, this movie, I guess, was very much inspired by Mad Max Fury Road as far as mm. wanting to do something that was action, 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 movement, movement, movement. There, there were early versions of the script where they tried no dialogue versions. They're like, all right, well, obviously, that's, that's not going to work. Yeah. We have some dialogue. But they, yeah. they wanted to do as little talking in this movie as possible and, and to let it be a movie about action uh, and movement. I appreciate uh, I that. Think, yeah, I do, too. I think, yeah. it, I think it, they equipped themselves very well. Uh, it seems like a hard movie to make, that's for sure. Can we talk about the sequel setup? There's a little tease. Yeah, there, there's a sequel setup tease. Uh, Just fun. The, uh, the 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 cave drawings of the story uh, in, the in the credits, credits. are really cool. Yeah, uh, the the return of the predator yeah. ships at the end of the the credits yeah. to sort of wink at us that hey, if you, enough you watch this, we'll make more. They're not getting away to a safe place, uh, or they're not getting away fast enough to a safe place. And I, yeah. yeah, it's it's going to be multiple predators versus yeah. the tribe, and I'm I'm there for it. Sounds pretty cool. The predator war. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do it. I think the the two nods to Predator One and Predator Two are both like very restrained, not too fan servicey. Like, What's the nod to two? Uh, the pistol. There's the flintlock pistol that she gives oh, her uh, yeah. to, uh, tribal elder. We don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Glover gets tossed it at the end of uh, Predator Two okay. by a Predator who says, "Keep it." Gotcha. Predatories. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I've seen Predator 2 like once when I was an, as an adult. I saw it as a kid, but... I've seen a couple times as a kid, never as an adult. Uh, I'd like to revisit it. I mean, they're, all of them are on Hulu right now, except yeah, for... Yeah, get the, the whole collection. Except for The Predator. Uh, I don't know where that's streaming at. Um, yeah, when uh, she says, I uh, I don't think it can be killed, I was audibly like, say the line. Say it. Say, it, say, it, say, say it, the it, line. Yeah. Somebody say the line. Yeah. And they did. And I was yep. very happy. Tabe yes. gets to say That's it. Dakota, good... Dakota Beavers kills it too, right? Like, yeah. such an iconic line to get to repeat. Yeah. And, like, really does, like, say it with pathos. Good line delivery. Un- unfortunately, no, nobody gets to the chopper. Nobody uh, gets to get to a chopper. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think all those set pieces, I, I like the, and it really does re-replicate. Like, you know, we get that swamp fight at the end of, of one, uh, mm-hmm. and then we kind of get that replicated here. And I think that kind of narrative structure really does help in mimicking it and then kind of zigging when it needs to zag to keep it fresh well yeah she's chasing the predator until it's time for the predator to chase her 
Yeah, uh, it definitely. Yeah, as you said, it, it, it zigs and zags at the appropriate times. Um, I, I just again, I, I do want to. We've already talked about it a little bit. But that whole sequence of uh, the, the Frenchie showing up to get massacred is just a, th- a thrilling time at the movies. It really is. It's it's so exciting. You get to see a bunch of cool Predator toys. Yeah, the net gun from uh, Predator that Two comes cool. back. That, that net has been so cool and has never got to be that cool in a Predator movie. It's always yeah. been a cool idea that they didn't have the tech to pay off. And he's got what, the, the little spinal cord boomerangs that yeah. they use to dismember body parts. Yeah. Why? That's cool. Cool toys. Well, it's a slap bracelet from hell is what it is. You know? <laughs> yeah. Pinhead slap bracelets. <laughs> as it hits you, it just takes off the limb. Now we see Naru playing with that thing. Does that ever come back? Does she ever use it? She uses it on the French guy and cuts his foot off. That's right. That's right. When she's trapping or trying to trap the predator. That's right. Definitely. I was almost anticipating a storyline and this kind of would have spoke, I think to some of your stuff about re kind of developing some of these a little differently, uh, that she had actually killed the lion and that her brother took credit for it. I was almost um, waiting for that to be a thing that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I do like that. He, they get that moment that we each letter like, yeah, you basically killed it. Yeah. Yeah. And I still took credit. Uh, for yeah. It. <laughs> so there is a moment, but you're right that there could be like, there's maybe a missed beat there. Yeah. It could have yeah. developed a, t- a tad more. Um, and uh, the the orange, I can't remember what they call it, the, the orange fl- herb. Oh, the, 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 the make powder. your blood yeah. cold. Yeah. When that first shows up, I was like, oh, is this a, is this a Chekhov's gun? Man, yeah. I d- it totally surprised me when it, it showed up to, to be cloak body heat when they use it. I was like, great. And, and yeah. I, I was like, felt like such an idiot because I kept talking about it making him cold. Cold blood. Yeah. 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 Well, I kept expecting the swamp mud to be the thing that she was going to use to hide herself just like Dutch did. But yeah. It was d- d- definitely a deliberate fake out, I feel yeah. like, right? To put yeah. her in the mud, but never have her use the mud to cloak. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a fun way to nod to the movie and still like, again, swerve where you, when you expect it to do something else. Pretty cool stuff. Cool. Anything else? Anything else you want to spoil or? Uh, I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, do you where where are you where are you at with it, Arthur? You, you gonna watch it again? I think I will. I, I'd be curious to see it again. Um, I'd like to watch it. I, I watched it kind of middle afternoon. Dogs doing stuff, so I'd really like to kind of sit down at night. Everything's kind of calmer. I could watch it in the dark and really, I think maybe be able to pick out some stuff that visually with some of that graphic stuff to see. Um, because I really do wonder how much of that isn't just based on HD type mm, yeah. presentation. Sure. Could be. Um, seeing it, you know, in a Dolby cinema, cinema um, would also maybe probably uh, heighten some of that as well. So I'd yeah. be curious about that. Um, but yeah, I, I think as far as like a major recommendation, I'd say stream this one. I mean, it's on Hulu. Let's do it. Absolutely. I mean, I got a son who needs to see it and I'm going to watch it again with him when I do. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're going to make Dustin like this movie by the end of it. He's going to like this. Movie. I, I, gonna, well, he I already, already likes it. He's going to forget the original. He's, he's just giving it three stars, and we're both giving it four and a half stars is yeah. what's happening. It, yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably closer to it. Yeah. Yeah. Fun movie. I was I was just really, really mad about just the the number of things that annoy me, that there was so many of the things that annoy me. I wish me. you had watched it in Comanche the first time. I wonder yeah, I, I wonder how your experience would have been. One less thing that annoyed me would have made a huge difference, I think. Yeah. Man, uh, Arthur, well, I guess we could talk about this, this cool thing that happened locally uh, the week before the movie came yeah. out. Uh, the First Nations Museum, uh, or First Americans Museum, rather, uh, hosted a screening of this uh, at our theater downtown. Yeah. Uh, which was really cool. Yeah, it'd be a really cool opportunity to go see that because it was a free screening uh, in that uh, Comanche dub. And that's just a cool opportunity oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. for stuff like that to pop up. And I think, you know, that's, you know, obviously I've, I've got... Uh, some friends and indigenous heritage and, you know, um, Cherokee, but, uh, they are still just so enraptured by this movie because of that representation. 
especially for the the indigenous people who just don't. It's never, yeah, well, it's, it's, never it's a big deal and it's a good choice. It's yeah. never happened. Hollywood's I mean, never smoke made signals. Is is the other one? And that's a, that's an indie <sighs> film. Man, that's an yeah, indie that's film. Not, that's yeah. not a Hollywood you know, studio, studio production. Yeah. I mean, that's not a franchise film. I mean, the closest yeah. thing yeah. to a sort of Hollywood was what uh, Wind Talkers, maybe. Hmm. The Nick Cage yeah. War movie. Yeah. Yeah, but even then, the leads Nick Cage. Yeah. 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 Uh, I look forward to the one with uh, West Studi. Uh, the, the I think it's called Love Song. The the romance. Oh yeah, uh, with West Studi and uh, D- Dale Dickey. Yeah, yeah, that, that looks that really good. Cool. Yeah, uh, I just heard about this. So I, I'm you know all for this. Uh, I uh, mine when I streamed it today, they played an ad for Reservation Dogs to remind me that I need to watch Reservation Dogs. Yeah, season two is good. Uh, so I, yeah, I got to catch up with that. I have a friend who had a tryout for that. I don't want to. Oh cool. Sure. Oh cool. I, I hope he gets a role. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, probably if he didn't get a callback already, I think the season's in the can. Uh, yeah, probably so at this point. I don't. Do I never season, heard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's hard to say. Well, I'm sure it'll get a third season. It's been pretty well received. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was there anything? I feel like there was something else about the movie I wanted to say. Oh well, can't be that important. Yeah. All right, been better with more Kiowas there. Well, there we have it. Uh, by and large, favor the movie. Even the the, the mostly negative uh, N- Nelly at the table has said to stream it and watch it. Make an mm-hmm. opinion for yourself, uh, which is what we always recommend doing. Um, just watch movies and, and see what you think. Maybe you're in the the one percent who likes the ninety nine percent negative movie on Rotten Tomatoes. It's always fun to watch. Or maybe you're the one. The, maybe you're the one percent who hates the ninety nine percent positive go. film on Rotten Tomatoes. I hate to be that person. I'm I'm much more excited to watch the movie that's got a fifty nine percent on Rotten it's okay. Tomatoes. Dustin's in seven percent territory. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you ever get excited Weird. though when a movie gets like a sixty and you're like, ooh, that's what I wait for. Interesting. That's yeah. what I live for. Yeah. Sixty yeah. to seventy. Yeah. I want divisive. Yeah. I want weird and freaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not to mention the issues of Tomato Meter. That's a podcast for another day. This has been the Good Trash Garbage Shoot. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>